This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and online dating. Before we get into the meat of our show, real quick, um, a few things. First, I'd like to be, thank uh, Linda Rodley for having me back as a featured guest at this year's ADHD Woman Palooza event. That's scheduled for February the 24th to the 29th. I'm going to do one of my favorite uh, talks during that uh, on working memory. Um, I know it's going to be really pretty kind of exciting. Uh, everybody will check that out. She's got, I think, like 30 other um, thought leaders that are actually presenting at that conference. Uh, to learn more about it, go to ADHDpalooza, P-A-L-O-O-Z-A.com. Um, <clears throat> our show tonight is being brought to you by uh, Chad. And in celebration of that event, we're giving away a couple of digital copies of Attention Magazine. All you have to do is listen to our show. We're going to share a keyword a couple times. Uh, write it down. Listen to another show. Listen for that keyword. Write that down. Then email me the two keywords um, at my email, attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And when I get it, we will get you a digital copy, actually in PDF form of the current magazine, and then we'll send you one of the next edition when it is printed. Chad, got a little tip that we're going to run for you, and then we're going to get into the show. Sometimes marriages and partnerships experience conflict and unhappiness. Having a partner with undiagnosed or untreated ADHD can result in misunderstandings. Here are three tips that may help. Make sure you have an accurate diagnosis. Set up times to talk about your relationship. Avoid the blame game. And don't be afraid to seek counseling to strengthen your relationship. To learn more, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, uh, Chad, for your support. For those that are not aware, Chad's the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage our listeners to become members or to donate to keep uh, them financially strong. They're the ones that are advocating for us on Capitol Hill and dealing with the different regulatory agencies to make sure we get the right definitions of disability and the right definitions of ADHD so those in need can get the accommodations that are, that are necessary uh, to learn more about uh, donating or uh, becoming a member for all their benefits, go to chadd.org. Okay, our topic tonight is ADHD and online dating. That is the topic, but really our topic tonight is emotional self-regulation. Really trying to uh, to talk about uh, the concept here a little bit. I've coached uh, many people that have kind of gone through this, and um, if you're missing a context, don't really know what's going on, it can be very, very emotional, and hopefully we're going to give you a little sense of that. We have Laura, who's got ADHD in the dating world, that uh, has volunteered to join us. Uh, this was pre-recorded, so we hope you enjoy the show. We'll roll the tape. Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for uh, inviting me. Happy to be here. Uh, we appreciate you being on. Um, everyone, the title of our, our episode today is ADHD and Online Dating. <clears throat> and I want to kind of frame this out. This is very much a show on emotional self-regulation. For those that have been longtime listeners, you, they know that I'm a big friend of Dr. Russell Barkley. He frames ADHD out as an issue of self-regulation. And uh, there's a few things you got to regulate. One is your attention, and the other is your emotions. And today, uh, we're kind of bringing a context to online dating to um, to kind of help people maybe understand things a little bit in a contextual way to kind of help them manage their emotions. And uh, we have Laura with us today, who has ADD, and she's been online dating. In fact, I want to kind of go back. Uh, Laura, you had actually met your husband online some time ago. Is that right? 
I did, yes. Um, it was probably about 15 years ago when I think one of them, one, the sites were just starting up, and I met uh, a guy and ended up getting married, and we were married for 12 years. And I think you said that you got like a, he was like the second or third date that you had back then? Yeah, it was. It, it went pretty quickly. I had been on a couple of dates, talked to a couple of people, and then uh, he contacted me, and that was probably within about a month of joining. So, okay, happened kind of fast. And, all right. So now you're back on the scene again. Has it changed a lot? It has. It was a lot easier uh, the first time around. This time, I guess, just with age and uh, I don't. I guess more people and more demographics. Younger, a lot younger people are doing it now, and that's a lot more competition or something. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. You say competition. That's one of the things that I wanted to bring up. And everyone, um, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about is I have date. I have coached a lot of people um, in the in the coaching process that were online dating. And so there's there's I'm gonna kind of some of what I'm talking about is a little bit more skewed to the older crowd just because that's the nature of what I don't I haven't worked with a lot of people that are like in their twenties. So everybody, if you're listening to this in your millennial young twenties or early thirties, this might be a little bit different, but you know, one of the things, Laura, that has been interesting to me is in working with people, when you think about online dating, it really is like a market. Like you go to the grocery store, like a market and there's like, you know, a bunch of, I don't know, tomatoes and, you know, people are looking and they're, they, they have all kinds of choices and they're getting to pick and choose. And there's, it's kind of competitive. What do you think about that concept that it's actually a market you're like kind of there on trial almost or 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 being reviewed? It's kind of intimidating. That's actually a great way. Yeah, it's a great way to compare it or to describe it because, um, you know, everybody has different tastes. Ever Some people like one type of tomato. Some people like another. You know, some people don't like fruit at all and only like vegetables. Yep. But yep. Uh, And you never know. But looking at people or just looking at pictures, you never know. You can read the profile, but – you know, who knows? Yep. You, you really don't know. But the, the issue here that I'm bringing this up is there's a lot of people that I've, I've talked to, I've coached on this, and they're not realizing that literally whoever they're – maybe they're matching with or they're talking to is um, mm-hmm. talking to other people at the same time. And if you begin to understand that a little bit, you can begin to put things in context because I've had people that were real upset when they're talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden they ghost them. All of a sudden there's – I mean they're having a great dialogue, and then did this – there's nothing that you just get crickets after a while. I think right. that can be a little bit kind of unsatisfying or unruly. Your experience? Well, it is. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the whole concept of ghosting, I had to have my teenager tell me what it meant or put a name to it. Um, and you know, the first couple times it happened, um, it's kind of hard. I mean, I take it pers- I, I was taking it personally. I'd be personally offended, kind of hurt thinking uh-huh. you know hey we talked it, i thought we were kind of getting along hitting it off i was ready to meet in person and then all of a sudden they just disappeared so you know i didn't really think about it um as far as you know going to the grocery store or that it is a market yep. it's a business you know yep and, so and it's a good think- way to compare it i think 
Yeah, so you can get that thing on. So there's a, sometimes you can get a little excited, like, hey, I got somebody here that I'm really, really excited about, and it kind of amps your uh-huh. emotions up a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that, but the idea of this show is, again, it's emotional. This is about emotional regulation. Begin to realize is that in all likelihood, if they are talking to you, they're likely talking to some other people. Maybe they're not. It doesn't mean that they are. But if they are, just realize is that's kind of going on. you got to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Um, and also, on the other side is often – Maybe you can't control when you're matching people or they're they're they are linking with you. And sometimes, uh, some of them say like, you know, I'll sit there for days and get nothing. And all of a sudden, I have three or four at, at one time, and that can be overwhelming. On the other mm-hmm. side, trying to communicate with multiple at a time and realizing that you kind of are going to have to choose maybe, but the other person's making a choice. It just just this gets kind of overwhelming. At least, I mean, make, I mean, have you had that experience? I have on both ways, I think, and it's a tough concept for me, at least it has been, if I'm talking to several people because I I kind of feel like I'm not being honest and I have to keep telling myself, okay, they're doing the same thing and, you know, this is the whole point of this. They, you might end up, because of when people respond or something, you might end up talking to a couple people at the same time or two or three and I've even gone so far as to, I mean, accidentally, of course, but refer to one person's profile, something in their profile when I'm, <laughs> you know, carrying on a conversation, and then they get really offended if they find out you were talking to somebody else, and and sometimes they understand and don't care because I, you know, I don't know if you know, but the short-term memory thing. <laughs> yep. We, yeah, so we've got a lot of shows on short-term memory. People, they just, yeah. it's a self-regulation with a working memory deficit. So that that's a big issue. It is, and and I have made that mistake several times, and thankfully a couple people have been okay with it. But I had one guy who just completely cut me off, and you know, got very offended that I was talking to someone else at the same time. And it's not that I was trying to, you know, quietly, secretly juggle people. It's just the nature of. The business, I guess, or yep. of the market, I should say. Absolutely. So it's, it's it, again, everyone. I don't necessarily have a lot of tactical type things other than the awareness of what's going on. Again, it's a market. Realize mm-hmm. that if you're connected with somebody, there might be something going on, and for your side as well. And take, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Realize that if you're talking to somebody, take that with a grain of salt, and that they might stop or start. Or, you know, they might not do anything intentional and, and do your thing. The only thing that I know is I did have one individual who got to the point in time where what they would do is uh, they would use they – would, they would turn their profile on and off. Like they would get a couple people that they'd be talking to, mm-hmm. and they would turn their profile off so that they could just kind of kind of narrow that down so other people wouldn't reach out to them. So And then, you know, once they, they ran its course, if they will, they would turn it back on because a lot of times you're on that stuff and that stuff can kind of get inundated. So that's just a, a thought for that. Another challenge right. out there is if you're on the, the um, app and you don't get matched, uh, that can be pretty emotional mm-hmm. too. And, and I think they that, can. Hey, I went on this market and just says it's a market and I put my profile up there and it's not taking place. And it's, it's interesting to me because in a more rural area um, I've coached a couple of people where, you know, literally, there's only a handful of people within 50 miles, and it literally you, you could just find somebody that's just not there. Uh, in more urban areas, sometimes it also depends on your pictures and what you're writing, how you put yourself out there. And some people with ADHD struggle with actually 
going through the effort to actually take some shots, some pictures of them that look realistic to put up there, or to write their um, their uh, their descriptions out there so that they be there. So this is very effortful and a bit of a challenge, and that can be emotional too. But the idea really here oh, is absolutely. to realize that, and sometimes get some help with that stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, and I think I had to because. You know, I, I I had to have a friend of mine look at the pictures because I was picking pictures that I was happy with and thought, okay, I I feel good about this picture. I remember when I took it or what I, I liked what I was wearing. And she was the one that reminded me. She's like, that's seven years old. Well, yeah. So yep. it's like, but you've changed. <laughs> so <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, and also when you're single, who who takes I'm not a big selfie person and nor can I take good selfies, but I know a lot of changed when I got divorced because, you know, a lot of the friends were couple friends. So I didn't have a lot of single friends who I could ask to help me with that, to take yep. pictures. So I took a lot of selfies and they were quite obviously selfies. And then again, my friend pointed out that I looked kind of lonely and <laughs> so, <laughs> It's it's hard. It's it's a it's it was really stressful. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go to break it's here in a second. Kind of mix, yeah, it would make all the I'm gonna go to break in a, in a second. Um, the, another thing too that I also want to kind of bring up is when you're looking at um, other people's profiles and stuff. I've I've had a few people that were somewhat uh, they had a self confidence issue or they were a little bit uh, self conscious or with confidence and they would look at some of those profiles and some of the pictures and they get intimidated by them. And one of the things that, that, that we say in the business, don't compare your inside with everybody else's outside and realize that on Facebook and these dating apps, people are not always living the life that they're, they're displaying for you. They're human beings as well. And sometimes you have to take that with a grain of salt because sometimes that can get kind of intimidating out there. Thoughts. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Cause you know, I think if, uh, the whole point is you put your best foot forward. And so it's, you know, you, if you are looking at all these great, all these pictures of people who are going on these great vacations and, you know, look awesome in a bathing suit and it, yep. it is intimidating because you're like, well, I don't go anywhere. I haven't been anywhere. And, you know, but they may be doing the exact same thing. You know, they Absolutely. may be thinking the same thing. Absolutely. So I tell you what, Let's go to break real quick. When we come back, we'll transition into another particular area. I want to talk about games out there. People are like, I don't want to play games and stuff like that. We're going to translate that a little bit. Our secret word tonight is dating. Again, our secret word is dating. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be your child's greatest ally by reading the book Ned Hollowell described as a game changer, Michelle Borba referred to as the ultimate guide for parents, and Michael Thompson praised as the groundbreaking book you've been waiting for. Go to playbetterplan.com to buy a copy of Caroline McGuire's book, Why Will No One Play With Me? While you're there, subscribe to download her free mini course on developing social skills for children. That's playbetterplan.com. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. 
That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and Executive Function Challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Laura um, having a conversation about ADHD and online dating. Uh, we are talking about dating, but we're really talking a lot about self, uh, uh, emotional self-regulation. And before the break, we really tried to kind of frame uh, online dating. It is a market. And if you've got some thick skin, that's really, really good. Um, if you don't have some thick skin and um, it's a little intimidating, just understand that you're not the only one out there. Uh, Dr. Ned Hollowell has a great saying is, if you're going to cry, don't cry alone. And, and I say that because if you're if you get out there and you realize it's a market and you're you've got your hopes up because you're going back and forth with somebody and nothing happens, you get ghosted or whatever. It is OK to cry. Uh, try to find a friend and get through that. You're not the only one that's done it through the process, uh, but it's it's just a part of, of this online dating is it is a market. It's much more efficient in one sense. It's uh, a little bit more superficial than things in the past, but um, it's out there and it's growing. So um I want to try to change uh, gears a little bit and talk about the games that people play. Laura, have you ever found yourself like, I just don't want to play those games anymore? I don't want to be talking to somebody who's playing games? Oh, absolutely. You know, when, when I was first on or went through online dating probably 15 years ago, uh, I went out with a couple people and you had to it, – it, it wasn't apparent right away, but then it became apparent pretty quickly um, that, you know, there's like a protocol. If somebody contacts you, or at least back then it was somebody contacts you, you can't look too eager. So you you don't yep. want to contact them right back immediately, or, you know, you don't, you, you go back and forth and uh, communicate through the app for a while. You don't yep. give your cell phone out immediately and all that kind of stuff. So, it was uh, kind of different, you know, this time around. I now have, having been married for the last 12 years and, you know, dating, uh, I don't know, two or three years before that, you know, at my age, I'm just like, I don't, I don't have time and I don't want to go through all of that. And, you know, if there's something or I, I'd rather just start talking and, you know, if I have time immediately, because I'm getting yep. ready to go into a meeting or something, I, I'm just going to answer then. I don't want to yep. play games. I don't have to sit and wait. And because, you know, I don't know if he's going to contact me back or when, or so yep. I, I found that I'm a, a lot more impatient this time with the thought of games at all, or any of that mm-hmm. protocol or, you know, so yep. I'd rather just put it out there. This is, you know, this is me. This is, I, I don't want to do all this waiting or anything. If we're not interested, yep. you know, if you know you're not interested, don't waste 
my time, your time, anything. Go on, we'll find, you know, somebody else. It is, it is definitely something that I've noticed as I've coached people. The older you get, the less patient there is out there for games. But the one thing that I have to say mm-hmm. that I've learned over the years is 30% of communication is the, is the verbal word. The rest is behavior and nonverbal communication. And what mm-hmm. you described a second ago is contacting them too quick. You didn't want to look too eager because it might give them the wrong perception or you went way too right. long or these things. And the one thing that – when I'm working with people is you I realize is that there is a lot of communication that comes in the form mm-hmm. of games and you can fight it. In which case I think you'll find yourself pretty frustrated or you can actually recognize it's a little bit of a game. And if you can find some novelty, do that. But really these games are a lot about communicating. Some of them are positive. Some of them can be very mm-hmm. negative. I've seen some of the games are about control of the relationship sometimes or somewhat manipulative, and certainly you don't want to get into some of that stuff. But the idea that those games are sometimes you're communicating or you're trying to deal with awkward topics that you don't necessarily want to come out right right away and say. But, right. I mean, they're, they're, it's kind of part of the process. Make sense? Yes, absolutely. You know, I, I was – I actually got accused um, a couple weeks – I don't know, months, I should say, ago – accused of playing games and I really wasn't but for instance I have been married twice my first marriage I was widowed at 32 with a very you know two less than two-year-old so I was married for I think seven years nine years um with my first husband and then after he had passed away I was single for four or five years and in that was when I met my second husband, online dating. Um, and then we were married for 12. Well, I didn't know how to handle that this time around because I, it, I don't think it would look very good if I, I've married twice. And yeah. so yep. I just – and it doesn't give you that option when you're checking. Yep. It's like widowed or divorced. or There's no and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, so I put whatever the most recent was, and that was divorced. Um, And so when I I was talking to somebody and and when we actually met in person and he found out that I'd been married uh, previously before the divorce, he said he felt like I was playing games and he wished he would have known that. And, you know, I I wasn't trying to play games at all. It didn't give the option. And that's one of those things that I feel like it needs to have a conversation rather than right up front or written in my profile that I've been married twice and, you know. But the first one was different. It's just that's a kind of private thing, be, having yep. your spouse pass away. So that's not something I wanted to put in there. Yep. I was, and that was about the only thing that I wasn't completely upfront about. Um, but I was surprised when, yeah, when he reacted that way and we again so. Yep. So I think this is, I yeah. think I love what, this is a real good example because there's some people out there don't, that don't want to disclose a lot of information up front because they don't want to get judged by it. They want you to get to know them first. I can, I can see that argument, right. but at the same time, you kind of want to know sometimes because you invest and then all find you find a deal breaker or something that is just not in your wheelhouse. Like, you know, maybe the person smokes and you find out, you know, down like you'd never do something like that. And so right. the issue is, is this a game? Well, again, you want to be judged for who you are because there's imperfections right. out there, 
uh, you don't want to like, hey, listen, this is let me give you all the drudge report on me. Um, and so we'll shut this down because right. you can always find a reason not to. But at the same time, how far do you go? And, and the answer to that depends on the person. So, again, it manifests in this situation as, as a game to an extent because everybody's trying to figure out what's going on, which goes back to you never know what you're dealing with. You also never know what the stage of life the other person is in. So right. earlier on, um, the, the, the one person I coached that was in their 20s, they came out uh, out of college. I mean, the, the world was – the future was there. But then you get older. Well, they were married. Maybe they have a kid. or Maybe they got split custody. They got full and da-da-da. And there's alimony. They don't have some money. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, how does this match up? Some people don't really have a lot of time, but they're lonely and want some companionship. Other people have a lot of time. Um, and, and, and finding that groove – I think it's kind of funny because it is a market, but actually finding that right fit, actually it's a bit of a chore because you find somebody that you match right. with and you have conversations and then you have to kind of vet it that list a little bit to see if there's really a match. And this is starting to sound like a lot of work. And I have found the ones that have, have had success say, yes, it is a lot of work. It's something that you have to spend a fair amount of time in, in on a regular basis from your experience. Is that right. accurate? I, I think that's very accurate. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of the things for me, I, I had two things that were kind of big issues. One that I wanted to know and I, I wanted to have it disclosed from the other person right up front. Um, it, it, well, actually, both things were like that. Um, and that was a smoker or not. Um, yep. That one I wanted to know up front. And I found that most people were pretty – uh, I don't think I ever ran into anyone who was a smoker who didn't say, but I will say, you know, I, that would be a, a deal breaker for me having lost a spouse to lung yep. cancer. <laughs> so, you know, for, for my own personal reasons, but then another one, one of the other ones that was kind of iffy was I found that many people um, put that they were divorced, even though they weren't, they were separated Yep. Um, one of the apps I'm on, I believe it has the separated and another one is just either single or divorced. And I remember when I was going through my divorce, I struggled as to what to put, um, on one of those apps because there wasn't a separated or anything. But I think also, um, I found that one of the coming, one of the things that I felt judged about was kids and whether I had young kids or older kids, because at my age, it was kind of odd. I I was finding most of the men my age, which is what I was looking for, they didn't have younger children. Their kids were grown Mm -hmm. and gone, but because I had a child later in life, I still had one in middle school. And and so, you know, I was very honest about it in my profile um, because I thought I need somebody who that's okay, or they still have young children, my age, but they still have young children. So I knew it was kind of something very particular that, you know, it, it, it had to work for both sides. So I, it was a very hard for me not to take it personally though, because I'm an emotional person. And so it was, it, it was hard, but then I'd have to keep telling myself, um, you know, well, that this is what they're looking for. It's like you with a smoker and, you know, yep. there's nothing wrong yep. with it, but 
yeah, it was a tough one not to take personally. I was like, wait, my daughter's great. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And Ben, sometimes you just hit two different stages of life. Some people just have some issues yeah. with regard to it. Some people maybe they never had mm-hmm. kids and they don't know really they don't have the patience for it. Again, this right. stuff can get really mm-hmm. really emotional. And, and again, when you're out there, how much of it do you disclose? And how much because you, you want to have a conversation with somebody because you do have to work through some right. things. And we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. But again. As, as everybody's listening, you know, this, this can be very, very emotional. And if you put it in a context, you're in a market, there is a game that's being played a little bit. And if you, if you fight the game in totality, what I found is you, 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 you kind of skim the waters. You really, cause, cause it, it, you, you're right. Everybody's trying to understand that stuff. So if you, if you recognize it and realize it's a game a little bit and you, you learn to play it a little bit within reason, then at least you can adjust right. your emotions. So, so, um, I want to go to break, and we come back. I want to continue where we are, with this, and this is some really good stuff. Again, this is the stuff that's out there that most people don't look at. So uh, we'll go to break, and we'll, uh, we'll come back and keep going. Our secret word tonight is dating, and with that, we'll be back with these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit EdgeFoundation.org to learn more how an EDGE coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a great conversation about ADHD and online dating, uh, particularly around emotional self-regulation, trying to give everybody a context so they walk into this with eyes wide open um, and they are aware of what's going on and uh, they can kind of manage themselves and their emotion. We talked about uh, online dating being a market. We talked about the games. This is a little bit more skewed. The younger people, this is a little bit less of an issue, but there is some of that there, and that is is when you are dating, you start to get in your 30s or 40s, and you're working your way up. At this point in time, usually you're dating somebody who likely has been in another relationship, and in one particular individual I was coaching at one point in time, they were like, I don't want drama. I don't want this, and I'm like, it seems to me that if you're going to date this person, you get them and their past. You can't divorce those two. And everybody's got a little bit of a pass, and sometimes it can rear itself. Thoughts on that, Laura? Experiences with that? Well, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, that's a big, big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I find so many um, 
and I'm saying men, but obviously that's all I see. So I'm sure yep. women do it too, you know. But one of my big pet peeves is when I read a profile of a man who's my age, you know, in that age group, you know, 40 to 50, 40 to 60, I should say. And, you know, they write in there that they're divorced, A, baggage, uh, yep. two, or, you know, they're in their 50s, baggage, uh, because everybody <laughs> has lived, everybody has baggage, yet they write in there, I don't want any drama, I don't want somebody with baggage. Well, I just want to say, seriously, are you, do you realize what you're saying? Do you realize what you're writing? You know, a woman yep. in that age group, with no baggage, no drama, show me a man who doesn't, you know? Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's life. And I don't, I mean, I get when someone says no drama and they want, they don't want someone with who's going to be up and down and up and down and possessive and, you know, but it's, it's just, everybody is who they are. And I find that very distasteful. I usually just wipe right on by because I think that's, it's just such a, yeah, I feel like it's a very selfish view and not at all realistic. Absolutely, so I feel like it's somebody who hasn't owned their own stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> let's, let's let's tie this back. Melissa Orlov is one of my favorites. She's my go-to person for ADHD and relationships, and she works a lot with couples that are together that are struggling. And one of the things she talks about the symptom response response and in her frame, you have an ADHD symptom like your your. Your partner goes to the store to get eggs, and they come home with everything but eggs, and you're frustrated. Like, I only wanted you to get eggs. Like, And since that's just a symptom, this has happened a bunch of times, the, the non-ADHD partner has an emotional reaction to that ADHD symptom, and they get mm-hmm. upset about it. So then the, the ADHD person has an emotional reaction to the non-emotional person's reaction. So you have a symptom, an emotional response, and an emotional response, and what happens is, is those parts start to spin out of control. And they go, they play mm-hmm. themselves out over and over and over. And the thing about that is, is that when you get into those things, when Melissa's working with people, is like you notice it and you have like a, a, a code word like broccoli. One of you gets it and that's your, you got to leave and you got to calm down and come back with a structured conversation so you get back together. Because when you get into that emotion, you're no longer listening. And the thing about it is, yeah. is when you've been in a relationship and that's been happening for a period of time, at some point in time, there could be a word. There could be a tone. There could be a mannerism that sets you into that fight, flight, or freeze. So what happens is in a relationship often when you hit that spark, you jump into the emotions or spiral that you last left off, and you just kind of pick up where you left off and kind of go from there. And so when you get into uh-huh. a relationship, a lot of times um, I talk to people where they're, they're sitting there and, oh, my, oh my God, this just thing. I was just sitting there talking. All of a sudden this thing exploded, and – um, or one person said they exploded and they began to realize this was this explosion is a result of a prior relationship, like a PTSD moment, if you will, where that thing hit them and emotionally it went out of control. And so these are – this is a very interesting area because if you're in it, number one, you need to know what your hot buttons are. But you also want to know what the other person are because if you don't, you can stumble into that. And the ones that don't realize that they do can sometimes be difficult. And again, if you're if, – you've had a relationship for a period of time or um, for in some situations, I heard people that like, you know, I'm with somebody, I've got kids and they've never had kids. They don't understand that 
that prior history is part of that person, and it comes in, and I think that you have to be open and upfront and realize that there is baggage, and if you're going to date the person, that baggage is their past, and you need to be managing it as opposed to just running for the hills. Make sense? It does. I think that's a great thing. And, you know, if you're older in life, I would almost say, because I remember this happened one time, I would almost say that at, you know, my same my age if i started dating someone with no be- or with no children and never had have children never had any children up to that point i think that's his baggage you know mm-hmm. because by our, by most people i would say or a good majority would would have had children by this age you know so i find that it it's more di- or, or it's uh, I don't know, more specific, I guess, if if you run into someone in this age group who's never had children. I think it's they're mm-hmm. in the minority. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that can be their baggage just as much as the other person with children. So it's it's all about a viewpoint, too, I think. Yep, so absolutely. I get, I get a little testy on the just the baggage word because, you yep. know. It's just it's just life. It's your history. It's what has brought you and how you've lived up to this moment. So absolutely. So at the end of the day, we've covered like three major contextual areas. One of them, you realize this is a market. Um, when you're mm-hmm. staying there in a market, just like as you go to the grocery store in the in the produce section, you're just there with everything else, and you're getting looked at, picked over. You're getting judged in that process. I hate to say it, but that's actually what's getting that's taking place because. You come together mm-hmm. in markets because it's efficient, because um, that's where everybody's gathering. So we have that. Number right. two is you got the um, the games, the nonverbal communication that's kind of going on, back and forth to try to figure out if you're you're aligned, you have the right mindset, those types of things. Um, sometimes they're trying to dig into your past; they want to know what's going on. Some people are trying to protect it because they want to be judged for who they are, not just say something and have the person bounce off. Which is it makes some sense when you think about it. And then as you get older, the older you get, the more of a of a history they have with other relationship and that gets pulled into it. So at the end of the day, this can be really kind of emotional. And, and Laura, you said that you're an emotional person. Have you ever had some mm-hmm. times where you just wanted to cry, wanted to scream, just wanted to give up and run for the hills? And if you did, how did you kind of get out of that? Oh, absolutely. I have, especially if I, you know, if somebody ghosted me after, um, I don't know, three or four, you know, communications yep. back and forth or, that kind of thing, and all of a sudden they were gone. I that was the one that I, and I won't even say past tense. You know, up to this yep. point in time, I that's what I have trouble with. Um, but I've gotten myself in trouble also because I'm the opposite. I feel like I have to almost answer every single person and explain why I'm, you know, not going to respond yes. or why. And I have done that. I, you know. I kind of have this rule usually. I, I will try to go – I'll try anything new three times before I decide, you know. And so I've done that a couple of times where I've either had a phone conversation and then maybe two dates or something, and then I decide, yeah, that, that person's not for me. So I tell them, and I try to be honest and say, I don't want to waste your time. So, you know, well, then that hurts them. So they lash out with some kind of, you know, mean something when I was really just trying to be nice because I don't – I know how I feel when I'm ghosted. So that's been a very difficult thing. Um, that's usually what, what kind of sets me off and what 
what hurts because I'm a very sensitive person who can be very emotional. <laughs> yeah. I like, so, I, I think, so yeah. I, I, I love what you just said because I think this is true is, is you're trying to be open and honest with them and they have emotional reaction. They lash out at you like I'm trying to be honest with you as opposed to just ignore it, right? And it kind of right. turns uh-huh. on you like I'm trying to yeah. be nice like nobody else does this, but I'm trying to be nice to you. And now you turn around and you take it out on me. Unfortunately, that is the reality of the situation because they're struggling with their emotions too. So it's a kind of a double right. whammy here. In that situation, you got to manage your emotions and you got to manage their emotions for you, which is why we're doing the show. So when you get into this stuff, you can really kind of be aware of what you're kind of getting into. So before we close this out, at the end of the day, Laura, you did meet somebody and you did get married off of it. So uh, this does happen and there is hope out there. I mean, despite all the, the, what seems to be negative here, um, having somebody in your life and having a companion and somebody to be with is, is a good thing because we are social people and it does happen, mm-hmm. right? It does. Yeah. I, I had great success, you know, the first time around. By this time, it's been kind of like, oh, it's not happening quite as easy, quite as fast. But, um, but, you know, there's promise. There's a lot of promise, and, you know, I'm hopeful. So. Yeah, so Dr. Ned Hollowell says, you know, ADHD can be very, very challenging, very, very debilitating, but if you get the right diagnosis and proper treatment, you can really live a fulfilling life. And while – um, getting out of the dating scene to try to find somebody can be loaded with kind of carnage. If you do the work and you 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 keep your emotions in check and you find somebody, I think you can really have some very very fulfilling relationships. So, without uh, any last words of wisdom before we close out, Laura. Uh, no, other than like, you know, I think it's good to try everything and put yourself out there because if you don't, why? What's the alternative? So. Touche. Not much Touché. of an alternative. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Everyone, our secret word tonight is dating. Our secret word is dating. Uh, We hope you've gotten some insight. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.